Wow, it's good here, isn't it? No, it really is good. I, I have to get up in lots of different churches and I get up and I say, wow, it's good here. And most of the time, I'm lying. I'm like, wow, mm, it was terrible. But today was good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's great. Now then, I know that like when you do a talk, you're not really meant to boast, but I just want to have one tiny little boast. I'm Scottish. I don't know if you've noticed that. Has anyone noticed that? I love the fact people going, yes, we spotted that, yeah. I'm Scottish, and um, I want to just kind of have a little boast for my country. I want to say that Scotland, Scottish football fans have not had any trouble at all with Scottish fans during the Euros, yeah? We have been as good as gold, yeah? We just, <laughs> I love that most of the crowd are going, that's quite funny. Some people going, I have no idea. It's like Scotland weren't in the Euros, we, uh, we didn't get there. Yeah, like don't, don't, yeah, it's terrible. Scottish, the only thing, I think there's a Scottish linesman, so we are officially at the Euros, yeah? <laughs> so, my son was, um, it was his birthday yesterday and we watched all the matches, it was brilliant. And um, it kind of reminded me because uh, I read a book a little while ago. It was a book by an American and he was talking about how his son one day came into the front room and his son said, Dad, um, is it okay if I call you sir? Thinking, wow, I would love that if my son called me sir. Yeah, I'd love that. And, and also this book talked about taking his son to different events. So I thought, I'm going to start taking my son to different events. That's what I'm going to do. So we started to do this, and then we went to one in Birmingham, and it went really well. And lots of people like, loved it, and it was great. And at the beginning, they said, there's going to be a little side room. And after the event, we've asked all the leaders to meet in this side room, and we'd love for you to answer some questions. I was like, great. So at the end of the event, I got up, my son followed me, we went in, and they gave me a standing ovation. A bit, a bit like what's going to happen later today, yeah? Just like you. Ah, uh, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm not feeling it, yeah? And um, they gave me a standing ovation, and then they started to ask me these questions. And I don't know, like, you know, like when people ask you questions, and they're like, oh, that was a marvelous talk. You crafted it so well. Yeah? Like, I don't know what it is, but when you answer that, you sound like a complete idiot, yeah? You're like, oh, yes, I, 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 yes. I crafted that. It took me such a long time. I am amazing. And kind uh, of was chatting away like this, and I saw a little tea and coffee sort of kind of uh, table, and I just said in front of all these leaders, I just leaned forward and said to my son, hey, son, how about you just jump up and get your dad a coffee? And my son leaned forward and said, how about you get it yourself? Oh, oh. there was like a synchronized buttock clench, yeah? The whole room. And uh, basically about five people went to get me coffee. It's like, you know, like when your son talks, I mean, my son, sometimes my son talks to me and I'm like, oh, oh, I deeply, deeply regret teaching you how to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Why did I do that? Why did, now, I've taught you how to speak. I didn't have to, I have, and now you're using it against me, yeah? It's like, wow. And on the way home, I was like, Jordan, son, 
Come on. In front of all those leaders, how about you get it yourself? Come on. And my son just looked at me and said, Dad, God's told me to keep you humble. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, clap that. Yeah, clap that. Why don't you? And the people going, yeah. Yeah, keep him humble, Lord. Look at him with his fancy green shirt. I don't know why I said shirt there. But anyway, I just looked at my son. Oh, God, told, oh, keep, keep me humble. I says, well, God's told me to keep you in poverty, yeah? So it's all working. Yeah, yeah. All the dads are like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. But I don't know. Some of you guys that have got teenage kids will understand what I'm going to say next. But my son in the morning... Um, I don't know what you call it. It's not really standing. It's not even walking. He kind of comes in in the morning and he grunts. Yeah, has anyone else got someone that just grunts in the morning? Uh, yeah? People pointing at people. Try not to point at people. And uh, it's like, uh, And you know, he does this thing where he doesn't really stand up. He's kind of, I think, stoop. That's what it is, stoop. He just stoops. And you know, I was thinking about stooping, you know, stooping is where you don't stand to your full height. And I was praying about this today and I was really believing that God would give me like a word to speak. And I really feel that for some of us in the room, we're not standing to our full height. We're not standing to everything that God has created us and made us to be. We're not absolutely living in all that God has got for us. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a boxing match, but when you see a boxing fight, you know, just before they start, the boxers are not stooping. They're not kind of like, but they're standing to their full height because they know they've got a battle ahead. And, you know, I am really understanding that there are people, we've got tough weeks ahead of us this week. Maybe you've got challenges. Maybe you've got things going on. And, you know, some of us, were going into our week and we're stooping. And God's saying, no, I, I need you to be at your full height, ready for the battle, ready for the challenge. My uh, daughter is into ballet. And, um, you know, I went to see a show just a little while ago and uh and it was, oh, I went on for ages. But when you're a dad, you're like, ah, oh, amazing, yeah. And uh, I was there doing all that. And uh, at one bit, I started crying. And my wife was like, oh, Mark, I didn't think you'd get so emotional. And I was like, yeah, this is costing us a fortune. <laughs> two outfits, two outfits. But you know, the thing is, at the very end, my daughter does this thing where it's called On Point, where she's on her tiptoes. And there she is. She's blooming. She's glorious. She's absolutely living in all that she is. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And you know, when we think about you today, it's like, how many of us are, are we gloriously blooming in all that God's got for us? Everything that God's created you to be. But so many of us, if we're honest, we're stooping. We're not actually living in all the goodness that God has got for us. And I felt like I had three pictures that I wanted to share of, of stooping. Um, the first one is that um, some of us today were stooping because we're dragging a heavy weight behind us. You know, when you're... I was at a youth event where they'd had some food and I went and took the slot bag and it was heavy and I'm kind of stooping because I'm dragging this weight behind me. 
And I believe that there are people today in this room and we're dragging stuff behind us. You know, today it's fears, doubts, guilt, and we're dragging it. And everywhere we go, whatever situation we're in, we're dragging this thing behind us. We're stooping because of the weight that we're dragging behind us. It's like the Bible's got a special name for it. The Bible calls it sin. The stuff that tangles us up. The stuff that messes us up. And the Bible calls it sin that kind of holds us back. It's like interesting when we start mentioning sin, people sort of slightly sit back and say, oh, but you know, sin, what the Bible talks about it, it's the stuff that stops us from thriving, stops us from being everything we were created to be. You know, um, when I was like doing my swimming badge, we, we did this uh, thing where one week, I was doing my life-saving swimming badge. One week, the teacher said, you can come and bring your pajamas. You're going to go in the pool in your pajamas. Can anybody else remember that this? Yeah, I'm really pleased that people have gone, yeah, we did that as well. It wasn't just a Scottish thing, yeah? And basically, what was amazing was I was quite a strong swimmer, but now I've got my pajamas on and the, the teacher tells us to jump in the pool. Now I'm swimming. Guess what happens? You know, the weight of the water in the pajamas begins to weigh me down and I'm not able to go as fast as I did before. And you know, that is what sin does. You know, you, uh, God created you to reach great heights, to do incredible things, but sin is that thing that weighs us down slows us up, stops us from being everything we were made to be. And you know, it's like we're dragging this thing behind us. My wife and me went to uh, Africa, to Kenya, and we stayed in tents, and it was incredible. We were right out there with all the animals. It was amazing. We had a brilliant time. And the safari leader, one of them was called John. He was the driver. John was a big guy from Kenya. And I loved the way John laughed. John laughed like this. Ha, ha, ha. He, he. Yeah? That's how he laughed. Whatever you said to him, I tried to catch him out. He would be like, ha, ha, ha. He, he. Three has, two he's. Yeah? That's it. Sorted. It was amazing. I goes... Where did you learn to laugh like that? He says, I saw it on a cartoon, yeah? Ha, ha, ha. He, he. Stick with it, John. That's awesome. And we had a brilliant time. And John said, one time we were all around the fire, John said, we need to get some firewood. Who wants to go? I was like, me, me, me. Pick me, pick me, pick me. So I get in the truck and I'm like, come on, John. Let's open this baby out. Let's see how fast it can really go. And so John gets the truck into fifth gear and we start hurtling along and it's able to do these incredible speeds. And then we've got to stop for firewood. And I thought we'd stick the wood into a bag and that would be us. But no, we're in Kenya. We're doing it a little bit different. John gets this big chain and he chains up this dead tree and we begin to drag this dead tree back to camp. And you need to know now, the truck is no longer doing those speeds, but the truck is... It's working hard because it's pulling this weight behind it. And when we got to camp, John actually got his axe and chopped the chain, and now the truck was able to go shooting off and do all the speeds again. And that is such a great picture of our lives. 
Is that, you know, some of us, we're dragging stuff behind us. I don't know your situation. I don't know what's happening in your life. But we're dragging things behind us. And we're kind of being held back from being everything that God created us to be. This thing called sin is stopping us from reaching the great heights that God had got for us. But you know, the most powerful, impactful story of all is that Jesus came. He died on the cross. He was like that one who broke the chains. That everything that is holding us back, everything that is dragging us back, the cross came and broke the chain. All our past, all our failure, all our sin is left behind. And we can move into all that God has got for us. No wonder we raise our hands when we sing about the cross. Wow. And the second picture that I wanted to paint for you was that not only are there people here that are stooped because they've got heavy weights behind them, but I feel that there are people that are stooped here because they're stooping because they're in such pain. I started to get into running recently and... uh, I've been doing the park runs on a Saturday morning. And yesterday morning, if you could see me around about half past nine, I was bent over in pain. I've had a couple of embarrassing moments because I've really pushed myself too far. And at the end, I've really, really kind of been in trouble. And one of the nice ladies come along and say, are you okay, sir? Do you need an ambulance? Yeah? It's like a bit embarrassing when someone says that to you. And it's like... You know, what is that about? People stooping in pain because they feel spent. They feel like, oh, I'm in such pain. I'm bent double in pain. And you know, friend, I've maybe not spoken to you face to face. I've not maybe met you, but I know today that there are people in this room and, and you're in some pain. Maybe you're in pain because of something that's happening in your family or some financial situation, or there's an emotional challenge, and you right now, you're looking lovely on the outside, but inside, you feel such pain. You're bent double in pain. You're stooping because of the pain that you're in. You know, we want to tell you a message, and the message is really simple, is that the Bible says that Jesus comes along, and Jesus says, come and give me your burden." Come and give me your issue, your challenge, your weight. And Jesus comes along and he takes your pain. Wow. Jesus takes your weight. He takes your pain. You know, there's a funny little story. Um, It's just a kind of little parable, but it kind of paints a really good message of a man who was going into town carrying a sack of potatoes on his shoulder in the mid sun, heat of the sun, he was beginning to wilt and he's walking along with his heavy weight on his shoulder. And a truck comes along and the driver just shouts to the guy and says, are you going into town? The man with the potato says, I am. He says, listen, jump in and I'll give you a lift. The man with the potatoes gets into the front of this truck and they set off. But the man with the potatoes continues to hold them on his shoulder. And the driver says, sir, just put your potatoes down at your feet. It's fine. And the man says, oh, no, you have done enough just by giving me a lift. I cannot expect you to take the weight of the potatoes as well. 
And of course, it's just a silly little ditty, but the truth is that many of us in this room, we're carrying stuff. We've got burdens. There are people that are struggling and under the weight and the pressure of the day, you've got things going on. You're finding it so difficult. And Jesus comes along and says, listen, let me take your burden. And we say to Jesus, oh, you, you, you can't take the burden. You can't take my weight and my pressure. Jesus says, come on, give me your burden. Some of us are stooped, doubled in pain. And here's the third picture I felt like I needed to paint for you. Is that some of us are stooped because we are like trying to squeeze into a place of restriction. What do I mean by that? You know, in Nottingham, our first house, we had this kind of basement. And it didn't have any light down there. And it was a bit kind of horrible and dark and smelly. I took my son down there once and I says, ooh, I think there's a dead body down here. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. He's still getting prayer for it now. And the thing is, we were down there, but it's one of those places where it's this basement and you can't stand straight. You've got to be bent over the whole time. And you know, I, I just saw that image in my heart because I just thought, wow, I believe that there are some people in the room today and it's like we're stooping because we're squeezing ourselves into a place of restriction. We're squeezing ourselves into a place of restriction. Somebody said to a man once, they says, how are you doing? And he says, oh, I'm doing okay under the circumstances. Let me be the first to tell you that as Christians, we don't believe that we should live under our circumstances, but that we believe above our circumstances, that we live beyond our circumstances, that we're not squeezing our life into just, this is the place of restriction and I've got to try and make it work. I believe this is even a financial thing for a few people in the room. Maybe you've just kind of been, oh, trying to make it work. And God comes and speaks to your soul and says, no, you should not be living in a place of restriction. But God has got so much more for you than that. Wow. That we are able to kind of stand to our full height in all that God has got for us. See, my final picture is simply this. That in Psalm 18, verse 35, the Bible says this, that he stooped down to make us great. He stooped down. He came from heaven. He came down to make us great. You see, I want you to see fully the, the picture of Jesus carrying the cross and he's got this weight upon him. And some of you have seen it in film or maybe you've kind of seen it in books and you've seen the image of Jesus carrying that cross. And I want you to understand wow, these incredible words. He has stooped. He has stooped so that you don't have to. He has stooped so that you don't have to. Jesus he has taken it on himself. He has taken the punishment. He has taken the pain. He has taken the place of restriction. He has taken it upon himself so that you don't have to. Wow. So that you today can live to your full height. Wow. It's an incredible, incredible teacher, a man called Tozer, who said this, we know that in ourselves we are nothing, 
but in God we are everything. Wow. You see, the thing is, British people, we're Christians especially, we kind of, we're not great at like living in the fullness of all that God's got for us. We're kind of like, oh. And the worst thing you can do to someone from Britain is compliment them. Wow. Like your jeans. Oh, these old jeans, yeah. They only cost £2.50, yeah. Get away, get away, get away. It's like, Wow. It's like we hate getting complimented. Just like other cultures, America. Americans come in the room going, hey, I'm amazing, yeah? <laughs> don't they? And you say, oh, wow, I, I love your outfit. Wow, don't I make it look good, yeah? <laughs> That's all like, British people are like, oh, 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 no, oh, no, 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 no. Get away, get away, get away with your compliments, get away with your compliments. God never intended for us to kind of just shuffle around the earth, just going, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But God wants us to live to our full height. He wants us to be everything that he created us to be. He wants us to shine. He wants us to live our life on tiptoes, yeah? He wants us to shine and to blossom. I don't know if it's okay for the musicians to come on. It's like really great in this church. Hey, nice to see you. You... Strode out there very, very purposeful. Yeah, thank you. It's like in all these churches I'm preaching in now, you're speaking and then suddenly there's a keyboard player playing and kind of like in churches now it's like, okay, that's enough now, yeah. We've heard enough from you, yeah. Which uh, I think is a little bit rude. And uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? You're doing it right now. You're good. Yep, yep. Wrap up, wrap up. We've got other things to do, Mark. Wrap up. So I like that. I like that. Oh, love it. Everyone's, everyone's a comedian. I thought it was bad until my wife bought one at home. She's got a keyboard at home. She starts playing it. She's like, okay, that's enough now, yeah. We've heard enough from you, Mark. You know, the truth is the Bible says that he stooped so that we don't have to stoop. And what we're going to do in just a moment is in a moment, I'm going to ask us to just bow our heads and close our eyes. And you know, I'm going to pray a really short prayer. And I'm going to ask today that maybe you've heard this and you've thought, you know what? I want to shine. I want to blossom. I don't, I don't want to stoop. And I'm going to invite you that you would pray the prayer after me. Don't say it out loud so people around can hear, but just pray it in your heart. I'm going to say amen and I'm going to ask us to keep our heads bowed and our eyes closed and I'm going to count to three and on three I'm going to say if you prayed that prayer I want you to raise up your hand and I've brought a gift for you today that I would love for you to get and as your hands raised no one else will be looking someone's just going to come and just put that gift into your hand and you can take it and put it at your feet because people are saying today do you know what I don't want to stoop I want to shine Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Why don't you pray this prayer in your heart right now? These are the words. Dear God, I am sorry about the sin. I'm sorry for the stuff that holds me back. I want to live in your fullness. Thank you that you sent Jesus to die for me. 
and I accept your forgiveness and I want to live in all that you have got for me in Jesus name Amen every head stays bowed and every eyes closed I know there are people around this room that have prayed that prayer and on three I would just ask you just to raise up your hand one two three that's wonderful can you keep your hands held high while the team just quickly come that is wonderful there's so many people with their hands up it's going to take us a couple of moments but if you could just persist and just keep your hand up that is absolutely fantastic thank you Jesus we thank you for people who are responding to you today Jesus, thank you to people who have said yes to you in this room. Thank you, Jesus, that people today who are saying, do you know what, Lord? I don't wanna, I don't want to stoop anymore, but I wanna shine. I wanna shine for you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's just a couple more. It's just a lady at the end here, if we can see her. That's great just a few more and then we're going to move on that is fantastic that's great that's really good Jesus thank you for your goodness and your loveliness and your wholeness Amen Amen do you know what should we give God a massive clap because God is amazing God is amazing wow Wonderful.